Once again, Carrie and I so seldom, unless it's just a special service, get together and coordinate. Just always amazing how the Holy Spirit's speaking and you, you get in that same vein of worship and thought. We've been singing about the glory of God, and that's exactly what I want to share with you today. We make the expression, give God all the glory. But what does that actually mean? How do we actually practice that? Is it just a lofty thought? Or is it something that can be lived out? Is it something that can be lived out beyond Sunday? And the thing that I, well, one of the things that I love is watching people grow. Grace Life Church, we have our motto in the most condensed form of know, grow, and show. Grow is such an integral part of the life of a believer. You don't ever want to just stymie and stall out. You want to keep growing. I don't care what your age is, to keep growing, to learn something new. Many of you would say, Pastor, I'm just like you. I want to be a lifetime learner. I want to learn something every day that I live. But when it comes to the things of God, how many knows you'll never exhaust the magnitude of God? And yet that shouldn't be so overwhelming that we give up. It ought to be challenging and inviting to give God all the glory. Well, the only way that you can do that is another grace life word that we've used as one of our major bullets, and that is to be intentional. You have to actually plan on doing it, to give God all the glory. It's easy to give God glory when you're in a church service. It's easy when the song lyrics lend itself to that. But when you're going through challenging times, can we still give God all the glory? When we're going through a time of, of great euphoria and joy, and we're getting pats on the back, can we still at the same time give God all the glory. Well, all these things are challenging. So you have to look at yourself and say, if it's to be intentional, then it has to be able to be measured. And that's where I want to encourage you today. Don't quit. Don't give up on yourself. If you have stumbled and fallen, if you have sinned, oh, there's a big word. It's still a biblical word. If you have sinned, then the secret is, of course, to repent unto God and move on and realize his grace is new, his mercies are new every morning. And to say, you know what, I'm, 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 I'm embarrassed with myself. I'm disappointed in myself. How many has ever been there? How many was there this morning? So... This thing of, instead of just accepting, well, I'm just a doof, I'm just a, a goof, I'm just a something. No, I want to be intentional in this thing called giving God all the glory as a lifestyle. It has to be measured, it has to be accountable. Many of you have learned that trick. You've learned that secret. This is why we're always encouraging small groups. This is why it's important to have prayer partners to have somebody that will walk with you. Some have the privilege of marriages that are so united and you, 
You have that privilege of being prayer partners. Some don't have that privilege. Find others that you can text, that you can call, that you can email, that you can meet one-on-one, meet every Thursday morning at the coffee shop, whatever. It has to be intentional. Because if it's not intentional, it will weaken and weaken and weaken to the point where then you feel embarrassed. How many times have I heard someone say, well, I haven't been to church in quite a while because honestly, I didn't know if God would even want me there anymore. It isn't that you, you know, the Hebrew writer puts it this way, we run this race and we are to lay aside the sins and the weights. Not necessarily sins, but the weights that hold us back, that pull us back, that, that pull us down. How many has learned that you're a human being? And you can get discouraged. So this whole thing of giving God the glory, all the glory, is something that has to be intentional. In Deuteronomy, that word means the second law, another book of the law. One of the greatest statements in all of that is what's known as the Shema. To love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your might. By the time we get to the New Testament, it changes the words a little bit, and it adds a fourth dimension. All the mind is also included. Once again, lofty statements, things that if you grew up in church, grew up in Sunday school, grew up in children's church, went to vacation Bible schools, and was asked to memorize certain verses, we all knew John 3.16. We all knew the great verse that awarded us the best yield for the effort, Jesus wept. But some of these other paramount verses that awarded us a candy bar, it's still that, but is it too lofty to live out? Can I actually love God with all of my heart? With all of my soul? With all of my strength, my might? Can, can I pull this off? What age will I be when I finally get there? Do I have to be a silver-haired saint? Of course, I think one of the greatest signs of great humility and wisdom is a bald head myself. (laughs) But uh, just a side note there. (laughs) Yeah, amen, William. Thank you. But you stand now and applaud, uh, uh, take a bow. How do I pull this off? All of us have learned, if we've walked with the Lord any time at all, this thing of the law saying to love God with all of my being is is the secret. Because if we only give God part of our heart, we're always going to be conflicted. We're always going to be challenged. How many knows that self gets in the way a lot of times? That's all of us. Can I get there? Can I 
Can I get to that place where I just maintain it? Probably not. It has to be the intentional effort of coming to a place, having this time in, in your life, hopefully daily, at least weekly, of, Lord, I need to, I, I need to get in your presence again. I, how, how am I doing, Lord? How many of you like going to your employer that you greatly respect? And just, how am I doing? Am I still doing okay? Going to the coach, how, how am I doing? Am I still bringing something to the team? To have that time with the Lord, that Lord evaluates, search my soul, David said, and see if there be any wicked way in me. It's such an honest confession. I don't think he was like, I wonder if he'll see it if I put it in my back pocket. <laughs> Lord, I, I think I'm doing pretty good to be able to present myself to you, but if you see something that I can't see in myself, search me, oh Lord. Amen. See, that's the intentional part. 1 Corinthians chapter 6 if you want to stand for the reading of God's word. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you were bought with a price. So glorify God in your body. You may be seated. Glorifying God in my being, in my body. It, 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 it coincides with everything else Scripture's already telling me. Jeremiah 9. I, I love the verbiage of these prophets of, of old. And you'll find in there, and the Lord said, this is direct word, verbatim, from the mouth of God. Let the wise man not boast in his wisdom. The mighty man, don't boast in your might. The rich man, don't boast in your riches. But if you're going to boast, then boast in these things, that you know God and that you understand him. For these are the things that I delight in because I'm a God of a steadfast love, steadfast justice, and steadfast righteousness. Wow. Thus saith the Lord. These are the things I delight in. He loves us when we're loving on one another. Oh, he just eats that up. When we're doing the right thing, when we're standing for justice, he loves those moments in us. He Lives for those moments is kind of an expression. This is how part of our glorifying God in all things and to give God all the glory. Again, the intention of it. By definition, glory means what? To praise. And we do that. To give glory to something, it is to honor we know these statements aren't just toward God, but obviously they include our worship unto God, to, to honor God. We honor God in our bodies. We honor God in how we live out life, how we serve one another. We honor you, Lord, and we praise you. The scriptures are filled with lifting holy hands unto the Lord. To... Worship God to 
praise God with our own lips. And there's another statement about glory. To give great distinction. We give God glory in our understanding. This is why Jeremiah had to write down what God was telling him. These are the things. It's okay to be wise. It's okay. It's wonderful to be rich. It's wonderful in all these attributes, but don't boast in those things. Boast in him. You see, let me be a pastor for a minute. It doesn't come natural to us. Turn to somebody and say, boy, that's a truth. Because when somebody's bragging on us, we want to take it all in, don't we? It's just natural. And there's a place. But this whole thing of loving God with all my heart, then to God be the glory for the recognition that's coming in my life right now. And I'll wear it properly. But I want others to know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. The things that you see is because he's given me life. He's given me breath. He's giving me these gifts. Have you ever met anybody that you just know that you know their IQ is much higher than yours? How many of you are married to that person? It's okay. It's okay because you see... That's a gift of God in that person. If you're the person that's on the higher scale of things in intelligence, quote, to God be the glory. Use that wisdom, that intelligence, and boast in that. I don't boast in myself. I boast in the God that's given me this ability. We had Dr. McMurtry here, part of Menza, the one percenters. As I would take him out to lunch, man, that guy could eat. Wow. He'd have to float alone just to feed him at lunchtime. It was crazy. And I would look at him. Here's, here's a guy that, that grew up. <clears throat> His father was a professor at Berkeley. And as a kid, he, he didn't want to play sports. He just went into the library there at Berkeley and devoured the books. And has he could recall every word he'd ever read. Total recall. So then his father moved to D.C. and he had the Library of Congress to devour. And I went out to sit with him. I said, man, I don't even, I don't even know what to say about intelligence. I, I, he said, I, I just loved it when he just looked at me and said, what? It's a gift. He got it. At one time, I used this gift against God as an evolutionist. They said, uh-uh. I know where that gift came from, and I'm giving it back to God in service to him. Man, what an example of what God was speaking to Jeremiah. Instead of competing against each other, these things, I, to, to love God with all of my heart, all of my soul, that worship of thanksgiving that we give unto God, to actually take time intentionally again to give him thanks, to testify so back to this stuff that doesn't come natural. We have to practice our faith, don't we? Somebody needs to hear this today. Because you're like, man, I can't be as spiritual as old so-and-so. 
where they've been growing for a while and they've learned some things along the way. Find out what works for you. If you have to set an alarm on your phone and this is time to read scripture or I'm going to challenge myself, I'm going to memorize one verse every week. At the end of one year, I'll have 52 verses I've memorized. Somebody else said, that's nothing. I could memorize a scripture a day. Whatever works, practice, be intentional. I'm going to give God all the glory. I want to get filled up with his word. How many adults I got in the house? Don't quit growing. Man, that's good preaching, pastor. Because we quit. We get lazy. We throw in the towel and we just, well, I'm not as sharp as so-and-so. I, I, I should have jumped in earlier. I ought to know more. Shut up. Quit that. Grow in Christ. This is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice in this day. I can't do one thing about yesterday, but I can do something about today. I'm going to turn this ship. It's a small little rudder, but this big old ship's going to move. I'm going to, get, I'm going to get to that place where it is second nature to give God glory. If I'm on top of the mountain, I'm going to give him glory. And if I'm down in the valley, I'm going to give him glory. This is what Isaiah wrote down. He said, every valley shall be brought up and every mountain shall be made low. And every rough place shall become a plain. In other words, the glory of God is going to be revealed. God's going to have his way. It may look like a mountain right now, but you just speak to the mountain and say, you know what, you're going to be brought down, mountain. God's glory is going to be revealed. It may not happen today. It might not happen next week. It may not happen when I think it's going to happen, but it's going to happen in the name of Jesus. I'm speaking to the mountain. Well, I'm walking through the valley of the shadow right now. Well, valley, you're going to have to come up and you're going to be made plain and level again to the glory of God because his glory is going to be revealed in this situation. I love the scripture tells us. Jesus tells us, speak to the mountain. How many of you speak to yourself? Come on. The real question is, do you listen to yourself? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Jim tells himself, himself his own jokes and laughs at his own jokes. Nobody else will laugh at him. Somebody got to laugh at him. No, it, you know, actually, it's good that we talk to ourselves. Sometimes you have to have those come-to-Jesus meetings with yourself. Self, get a hold of you. Well, why is it any different to speak to the mountain? And it's not about getting the glory. It's about giving the glory. Mountain, you're just in the way. God's going to get glory in my life, in my marriage, in my kid's life. Some of you need to get a hold of the horns of the altar again and say, to God be the glory in my child's life. They may be walking wayward right now, but I'm going to declare the word of the Lord. There's a mountain in our way right now, but mountains have been moved before. And I'm speaking to this mountain. Hmm. I love poetry, as you know. I came across this. This is wonderful. The secret place. 
Life's battles are fought in the secret place where we meet with the Savior face to face. Listen to this. Where the stubborn will, are we talking to anybody? Where the stubborn will is by love subdued and our lagging faith by his power renewed. Life's victories are won in the secret place. When we cease from struggling and we trust his grace. The battle's not mine, the battle's the Lord's. When for our own weakness his strength we claim and go forth to conquer in his blessed name. Oh, the glory that waits in the secret place where our pleading cries become hymns of praise. Can I say that again? Oh, the glory that waits in the secret place where our pleading cries become hymns of praise. Where we learn the wonder of being still and yielding all to his blessed will. Oh, keep me, Lord, in the secret place. Oh, keep my eyes on thy blessed face. Oh, keep me looking alone to thee for grace and power and victory. The secret place. This intentional place of the heart. This intentional place of the mind. This intentional place of the soul. This intentional place of the strength that God has afforded me, the might that I have. In other words, serving God with all of my might. Serving him as I serve others. How many have learned that secret? Loving others, serving others. My father-in-law taught me a long time ago when I first got in the ministry and came to this church to serve and doing hospital visitation. How many times I didn't want to go there? I didn't feel good. Or it was early in the morning or whatever. Just human thoughts. And to realize, but I'm, I'm, I'm just being the feet of Jesus today. How many times have I left the hospital feeling better than when I got there? Because I got the right attitude. Why I was doing it. Not just because I'm supposed to do it. Or somebody won't be happy if I don't get there. It's about realizing serving with all of my strength, with all of my might, every opportunity to get to that place. But again, we got to practice it. How many's learned three steps forward, two steps backwards? But you've gained a step. Man, if you don't hear anything else from me today, encourage yourself in the Lord. I'm going to give the insight to King David. He's the one that took down big boy, you know. Goliath, whether he was seven foot tall or nine foot six, he was a big boy. But the Bible shows us some glimpses of David. We know where the head of that big boy went, but where did the armor go? I'm convinced David kept him. Not so much a trophy that when people come into his tent, whoa. He was big. David had learned there were times he's facing something else. Now, this is out of the book of Randy, but that's a good book. 
See, you've got to learn what works for you to encourage yourself in the Lord. I'm convinced old David will be battling another army, another warrior, another propaganda campaign against him. And I'm convinced he'd go back in there and way back in the recess of that tent under some kind of blankets, he'd pull that back. Yeah, there it is. It's not just a figment of my imagination. Lord, you gave me that giant, and you'll give me this giant. If you did it once, God, you can do it again. God, I know this, there's more of them this time. Whatever the case, I can trust in you, Lord. In all my strength, I'm going to glorify you. I want to exalt you. Romans chapter 11, excuse me, chapter 8, verse 11. The spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. How many knows that's pretty powerful? It's the same spirit that comes into and exists in these mortal bodies. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the same dunamis power living in the life of every believer. I'm going to worship God with all of my strength. I love what the psalmist said. I looked unto the hills which cometh my help. The Lord who created heaven and earth, if he can do all that, he can create whatever he needs to create now to put strength in my life. I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord. I'm going to stand by his word. Stand with me today, if you will. 